International Orienteering Podcast Mapping Compass Navigation Skill Orienteering Competition like International Orienteering Podcast International Orienteering Podcast is here again and uh, now we are recording in the weekend because we have a really exciting week ahead of us uh, it's the Jaywalk uh, week uh, coming up with uh, five competitions in uh, six days uh, from uh, Monday till uh, Saturday, the coming week uh, in Romania by Amara. And, uh, and that's why we are uh, recording in the weekend, Ivar. Uh, I assume uh, you also remember back on your Jaywalk, uh, not only with happiness, but uh, with uh, excitement, I think. Yeah, I mean, uh, when when I was a junior, Jaywalk was the big, big target. And of course, uh, yeah, the period from I was being selected and until the, the, the Jaywalk was around, it was a very exciting period, like, you know, training to get your best formers of, of your life. And then, unfortunately, my memories are quite bad from my Jaywalk because uh, me and a few or more of the Norwegian boys team, we got sick the day before, or actually the day, the day off the first race of the jaywalk so yeah the first half of jaywalk with the sprint and long i didn't even run uh, and then i was running the middle and the relay maybe a little bit reduced so for me the personally the experience from jaywalk was bad but i remember the good things before the jaywalk that i was looking forward to as you mentioned and i hope that uh, all the guys and girls that are in romania now they will stay healthy and be able to perform at their best and we will see what that leads to uh, yeah, you're talking about uh, your uh, jaywalk there. Uh, I think it was uh, historical. Uh, Norway had uh, three guys on the start line on the long distance there. That's uh, I think that's all-time low. Yeah, uh, but those three did pretty well and we got the junior world champion. So I think, yeah, of course, it was uh, bad that we half of the team was not able to run. Uh, but it, it is what it is and at that point point you can't you can't bring in reserves so there was no chance there was nothing we could have done different but uh, yeah we can uh, put uh, the bell on the on the cow and uh, tell who was the junior world champion there it was uh, English Kukstar winning in uh, Poland in uh, 2011 but uh, uh, now we are in uh, 2023 and really looking forward to the week in uh, Romania but uh, first some um, some other news um, from the orienteering world um, there, there was some news from IOF um, earlier um, this week that the uh, World Cup uh, will come back to Idrefjell in 2025. Uh, it's the first uh, weekend of June in 2025, uh, the weekend before uh, Jukola actually. Uh, so there, there will be a middle distance on the Friday and a long distance on the Saturday and a relay on Sunday. Quite tough uh, program there. Um, what do you think about this, Eva? Yeah, it's a very tough program with three days in a row. Uh, I think most often when it's like a forest World Cup like this, then you have the long distance on Thursday and then the middle and the relay in the weekend. And I like that format better because, yeah, I mean, middle and relay, they are the best TV disciplines. So it's good to have them on the weekend. And then you have the long distance before. So you have a rest day. So then, yeah, everyone can run everything and feel quite fresh I think and uh, now with the, the, the middle on Friday and the long on Saturday and then this relay just the day after the long I think it will be 
yeah, a lot of tired legs in that relay. Uh, of course, that uh, that won't affect us as uh, that are watching the race on TV or watching the race there. But uh, for the runners, it will be a tough weekend. Uh, I um, I like to have the relay in the end, but uh, yeah, maybe not uh, uh, the best setup there. Um, and um, from from a setup that maybe it's not uh, perfect from our point of view uh, to uh, maybe a, a surprise coming this uh, week. Uh, uh, Lucas Leland, the Norwegian national team runner and also world champs runner. Um, uh, he uh, wrote on his uh, blog that he will uh, retire from orienteering and he's only 24 years old. Uh, this was a surprise. Yeah, very big surprise. Uh, I saw it when, when the Norwegian team sel- sel- showed the selection for the World Cup in Czech Republic. His name was missing. And I, I asked him, like, what's, uh, why are you not going to check the Czech World Cup? And then he said, yeah, yeah, I've written about it on my blog. And there he says that, yeah, he's been, in the last 10 years, he's been preparing for this, prioritizing the sport, focusing to be a better orienteer all the time. And now in the future, he wants instead to focus on his studies in astronomy and physics uh, because he thinks that's more exciting and it's interesting. It's more interesting for him. And therefore, he will, yeah, he will run, he will prepare and will run the world championship. And then he will go uh, for exchange here to Sao Paulo in Brazil uh, and focus on the studies in the future. Uh, and that means that the world championship will be his last races in the Norwegian national team. Uh, for for now, at least, uh, he's so young, so he can change his mind in three or four years without any problems if he wants to come back. Uh, so we will see. He 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 mentioned that he's he might will be aiming for some of the relays in the future. So we will probably see his name around in the European world, but uh, not on the international stage after this world championship. It's a quite tough uh, decision. Uh, uh, last time we saw him, he was fighting for the victory in Yukla uh, and. Uh... And then uh, ten days later, he's uh, writing on his uh, blog that he will retire. You you didn't see that come. I did not see that coming at all. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he has three more weeks of his elite career. Uh, he's running the long and the relay at the World Championship. I think it would be very hard for him to fight for a medal individually, but in the relay, together with Eske Schinebe and Kasper Fosse, he he should definitely be fighting for the gold medal. So if if he goes out with the gold medal, I mean, you can't go out. On, on a worse way. Yeah, and um, oh, if we sorry, are... sorry, you can't go out in a better way. I mean, of course, a uh, better way. <laughs> and um, and if we'll take the take that back to the jaywalk, yeah. he was uh, in his last year as a junior. He was um, winning a medal in the middle distance and a gold medal uh, together with uh, actually Casper Fossa and Elias Jonsson in the relay uh, back in Denmark in 2019. So he was. Uh, Successful uh, at the Jaywalk uh, there in uh, in uh, Silkeborg, but uh, now we are looking forward to um, Jaywalk in Bayamara in uh, Romania. Yeah, Bayamara, it's a city with uh, 150, approximately 150,000 inhabitants, and uh, yeah, you can start with the program here. It's quite tough, as I mentioned. Yeah, so it starts with a sprint uh, on a Monday. Uh, on Tuesday, it's the sprint relay. And then Wednesday, there's a middle distance final. So new from this year is that the, there is no more middle distance qualification. Uh, it wasn't that last year either, but that was a bit different uh, because the, the forest fire and stuff like that. So, But this year, officially sprint relay, uh, 
in the plan from the beginning and then no middle distance qualification. Then after the middle distance, there is a rest day and then you finish the J-Walk with the long distance and then the traditional forest relay. So quite tough program, uh, five races in six days. Uh, it's 156 entered women and 178 entered men from a total of 41 nations. So J-Walk is a really, really, really a big event uh, also in the numbers of runners. And uh, they will meet uh, quite uh, hot uh, temperatures, uh, up to 30 degrees uh, some days uh, the coming week. Yeah, and you are there already, so how, how is the weather now? Um, the weather is quite hot, but uh, not uh, as, uh, as uh, hot and intense uh, as it was in Portugal uh, last year. So, uh, But uh, now uh, in Portugal, <laughs> they were not, not running long distance uh, in the summer, so... We can't uh, compare actually like that, but um, yeah, quite uh, hot and uh, nice weather. But it's um, also uh, in the weather forecast. It's um, some rain coming. If you should believe that. Okay. Yeah. So it seems like anyway, it will not be this super hot 34, 35 degrees that uh, makes the running really, really. Uh, unpleasant so yeah, i mean 38 up to 30 then it's warm but it's not uh, it shouldn't be affecting the runners that much i think so hopefully we will see weather that makes the competitions fair and not some yeah i mean it sometimes it can be uh, if it's really nice weather for the first starters and then it starts raining and for example for the sprint and the streets get slippery and stuff like that that's uh, that's nothing we want. Nothing we want to see. So hopefully the weather seems will be stable and the runners will have equal conditions during the races. Yeah, you mentioned a sprint um, <clears throat> uh, that will start with the individual sprint race uh, uh, in the city center on Monday. Uh, yeah, how is it uh, like the, in uh, the center of uh, Bayamara? Have you... Well, it, uh, I've been looking a little bit at the old maps and stuff, and it seems like the area is almost completely flat. Uh, and of course, when the when the area is flat, uh, it means that the, the route choices is even more just about finding the shortest route, because when you have some hills, uh, there might be some height difference on the different route choices, but now it should be really about finding the, the shortest route choices. Uh, it seems like a pretty standard urban area with some parks in between, uh, not too technical. Uh, it seems to be not too many of these like, uh, yeah, small alleyways and stuff like that. So it seems pretty f straightforward. Uh, maybe the organizers will put some barriers and stuff to make it more tricky, but uh, it seems like it will be possible to make a, a good sprint course, but not extremely tricky as we've seen. Uh, some other years yeah the question is uh, yeah maybe as you uh, mentioned uh, if uh, how many barriers uh, they will make and yeah to uh, to uh, manipulate uh, the map and uh, do the preparations uh, not so worthy uh, if uh, everyone has uh, looked at the google street view and done a lot of uh, work in uh, that way before the race and uh, after the sprint uh, how will it be in the forest? Uh, just uh, take us through that. Yeah, so the forest races, they will be held in a place called Kavnik. That's about 15 kilometers east of Bayamara. And the area is very, very var varied with uh, with a lot of slopes. Uh, and there's like this 
so the races will go from in the same forest area and there's this really massive steep hill uh, or st small mountain in the middle uh, of the map that wasn't even mapped on the old maps it's just like entirely white with the, you can see the contours and it's like from from the one side it's 250 meters straight up and from the other side it's 125 meters to the top uh, so I, i'm not sure if they if they will use some of the lower slopes of that hill or not but uh, there are some very interesting uh, parts of the terrain around this hill uh, on the north side there is uh, yeah, quite a lot of open fields and uh, and also some quite areas with quite technical contour details uh, i think that's the area where the middle distance will be and then the long distance will be in the south side where it's more like these big slopes uh, with with some areas where it's rocky and detailed and some areas where the slopes are all, almost without details at all and then there's also some variation there between yeah a lot of white forest but also some open areas and some some green uh, green areas so it seems like a, a great area to organize along in the middle distance from the same arena where you can make a clear difference in the in the course setting when it comes to the course characteristics so looking forward to this uh, and we can see from the estimated times that the middle distance is estimated to be very very fast uh, the men will be running around five minutes per kilometer there and in the long distance it's much much tougher where the men will run almost seven minutes per k so we can expect some big differences in how the courses look, even if it's uh, in the same area. Yeah, and it uh, it uh, sounds like it's uh, it's uh, important to have uh, yeah uh, be aware when you can have uh, the gas and where we have to use the brake uh, in into the controls and to uh, be detailed in the orienteering. Uh, yeah, and uh, who will this suit? Uh, we have looked uh, through the. Uh, runners that will uh, come to this champs and uh, uh, there are some notable uh, runners uh, in the entry entry list here uh, there is a lot of good runners so we can start with the, the women and then we just go through some some important names from some of the bigger nations and then we have uh, open category in the end uh, so if we start with sweden uh, sweden is often the best country for jaywalk and they have some really really strong runners here uh, with Elsa Sonesson as maybe the, the biggest name. She won a medal last year uh, and she should be for this year. Uh, the same with Alma Svenerud. She has been winning both the longest races in Swedish league in the spring. So maybe one to watch out for, especially for the long distance. And then, of course, the last four girls in the Swedish team is also very, very strong. And yeah, it's hard to pinpoint one of them to be a strong medal contender, but everyone in the Swedish team should be a strong, strong top 10 contender on a good day. Mm. Uh, as soon as on, she was also in the winning team in the relay last uh, year, in the forest relay. Yeah, and I think it was in the middle distance where she was number two behind Hanna Lundberg. And we know that she's also a good sprinter and she was also good in the long distance. So she she's uh, definitely one to watch out for in all the races here. And then we continue with uh, Norway. Yes, I think uh, the Norwegian team is strong, uh, but mainly it's two runners that seems so far this season that seems to have been on a different level than the others, and that's uh, Pia Jongvik and Kristin Melby Jakobsen, and I expect them to be able to fight for for the for medals uh, basically in in every competition. Um, 
the rest of the team is strong. Some of them are good sprinters, uh, maybe have a better chance there. Uh, so it will be really interesting to see who the who is the last girl in the in the relay team uh, because yeah, Melby Jakobsen and Pia Jungvik they are really really good uh, both individually and as relay runners as we saw them when they were running uh, Venla relay for Ukolini and took a second place. Uh, so yeah, I think those two names are the one that stands out from the Norwegian girls team. And uh, then we have a strong team also from Finland. Yeah, and here we have the maybe the biggest name of the of the jaywalk uh, on the women's side in Evalina Oyanau. Uh, it's only her second year as a junior, uh, but last year she won a bunch of medals at, uh, uh, at jaywalk. Um, this year, she last weekend, she won three medals at AOC, um, winning the long distance there. Um, and she's been very, very dominating in the, in the, in the races in Finland. She already qualified for the, uh, for the World Cup team in the spring. So, She's one to, yeah, to name as the big favorite on both the individual forest races. Uh, she's also a medal contender in the sprint, and she will be a key runner for the Finnish relay teams as well. Uh, worth, course, men- yeah, yeah. worth mentioning here is uh, later in this episode we will hear hear about her expectations uh, before the champs. Uh, I talked to her at uh, their hotel uh, yesterday. Yep, and then the rest of the Finnish team is really strong as well. Um, uh, Salla Isuheranen, she was in the top six of the middle distance last year. Sabine Aumu was in the top six of the long distance. Uh, Jenny Oyala was the girl that was closest to Evalina Oyanao in both the middle and long selection race earlier this spring. Uh, Silva Kempi was, she was fighting for the gold medal at the sprint last year until she made a big mistake in the end uh, of that race. So they have a really strong team where basically all the girls can be uh, can be fighting for a top six on a on a good day, maybe even a stronger depth than the Swedish team. And um, we continue uh, with the nation that uh, will host the World Champs uh, this year. Yep, Switzerland is the fourth country out here, and they have a good team. Uh, Alina Nigli was in the top six of the middle distance last year. Uh, I think Ines Berger has been the best runner in Switzerland this spring. Uh, so yeah, those two are maybe the biggest name. Uh, but also Kati Hotz has been uh, very, very good this spring. Uh, she was winning the one of the selection races in the forest. So they have a strong team, but no no one that really stands out as a, as a clear, uh, clear medal contender. Uh, but they have a lot of girls here that can be in the top 10. Yeah, and uh, the, the same uh, is for France, I uh, presume. Yeah, they, that's, a, that's a tricky one. Um, they have some, uh, some of them were running JWOC last year uh, with decent results. And yeah, normally the best French girls, they are very competitive at this level. Uh, but it's, uh, I, I'm not in a position where I can point out one of them to say that yes, she is the best French runner and she will be able to fight for a top six or a top 10. Uh, so a bit open here. Uh, I will take uh, every top result from the French girls as a positive surprise. And uh, when we go through here, uh, we continue with the Czech Republic team. Yeah, and there is uh, Anna Karlova is the name that stands out. Uh, last year, she won a medal in the sprint. Uh, she was... Uh, 
doing really well in the she was very visible in the in the relay on the first leg last year where she was alone in the lead for a long time before she made a mistake in the end uh, she was winning the the Czech long distance champ with a big big margin uh, earlier in the summer so she's uh, yeah the Czech is always good in jaywalk and Anna Karlova seems to be very very good uh, this year uh, as well and we know that she was at a high level already last year so She's one of the outsiders for, for the gold medal in the sprint and also one of the medal contenders in the relay. Uh, sorry, forest races. Uh, and then we have uh, Hungary. Uh, they were running uh, really good uh, in the AOC uh, last, uh, last weekend. And uh, these uh, champs are, uh, are in their uh, neighbor country. Uh, maybe they will uh, have advantage of that. Yeah, uh, we, we, we will have an interview with Rita Maramarossi uh, later in the pod. Uh, she's the big star of this Hungarian team. Uh, she won medals last year. Uh, she won AOC sprint this uh, last weekend. And she was just behind Evalina now in the long distance. Uh, she's definitely a big, big name to watch out for this J-Walk. And they have a really strong team. Uh, Bulatka Czech, who has been good in the Swedish league races when she's been running in Sweden. Uh, Victoria Mag was really good at Jaywalk two years ago, um, and they have more girls behind that uh, is also strong. So this is one of the teams uh, where you can expect uh, several medals, uh, at least from Rita Maramarossi, uh, but also the other girls I mentioned are they are good enough to win medals, and they are definitely uh, one of the outsiders for the sprint relay and maybe the big favorite for the relay on the women's side. Um, and then uh, we have um, some other runners uh, from di- different nations that are, uh, yeah, uh, are to look up for. Yeah, so we can start with the, the Danish girl Eva Ernhagen Jørgensen. Uh, she she looks very interesting. Uh, she was running, um, yeah, some weeks ago. The Danish had their selection races uh, where the juniors and the elite runners were running in the same class, and she was holding out really really good uh, in comparison comparison with the with with some of the best danish elite runners uh, so she's definitely one of the girls to watch out for uh, we have from new zealand we have penelope salmon that's a very good sprinter last year at the world championship uh, for the elites she was number two in the qualification heat the final did go really bad but uh, when you're number two in the qualification heat at world championship you have high high top level uh, Kaya Jørgensen, another Danish girl. Uh, she was in the top 20 of J-Walk long distance last year. If she has improved just a little bit, she is a strong contender for a top 10. Uh, excuse uh, me, it's uh, Jørgensen's father who is uh, Dane. Uh, Kaya herself is running for New Zealand. Uh, didn't I say another New Zealander? Maybe. Uh, you said another... Yeah. Uh, another day so. okay yeah. another, no no uh, of course she's running for new zealand uh, but yeah as you mentioned Kashmir against her father and so yeah two new zealand girls there uh, penelope salmon first and foremost in the sprint and kaya against the fourth and foremost in the forest races uh, and then the last one i will mention is uh, from australia uh, also a very very good sprinter uh, nea shingler uh, she was in fifth place at the danish championship in the elite class and she was number three in the Swedish league race of the Swedish championship in the sprint race in the women 20 this year. So when you're number three in the Swedish champs uh, and against yeah, some of the runners we expect to be fighting for the medals here, 
you clearly are a very high level. So, yeah, some some interesting names from down under. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see a, a medal in the spring for either Penelope Salmon or Nia Schindler. And uh, when you're talking about uh, down under, um, it's worth mentioning that uh, I think uh, the Australian uh, Joe Ellison is the only junior that that has won uh, senior world champs. Uh, when she won, Annie Ellison. Annie Ellison. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, when no, she won yeah. in Denmark in uh, 2006. Yeah, and she was also in the top six uh, of the long distance in Japan 2015 when no, 2005 when she was only 19. So she was an incredible talent, uh, Hanny Elston, uh, almost 20 years ago. Yeah, uh, but uh, back to this year's uh, Jaywalk. Uh, uh, in the men's class, uh, uh, we start again with the Swedes. Strong team also in the men's side. Yeah, very strong team. Uh, but maybe by Swedish standards not an uh, outstanding team as uh, we've often seen. Uh, of course, they have Noel Brown, that is the big name on the men's side. Uh, but behind him, it's uh, yeah, it's all it's five debutants. No one of them were running last year. Uh, in Sweden, there was some controversies about the selection because uh, yeah, they didn't have any proper selection races this year and uh, they picked five guys from the men 20, even if a lot of people think that some of the men 18 runners are um, should have been in the team instead. And then they have one men 18 runner in Hannes Mogensen, which there's been some controversies about uh, that I don't understand. Uh, so for those who doesn't know, uh, Hannes Mogensen, he was running AOC for Denmark last year. And then this year, IOF have changed the rules for how you can do it with like nations swap. And you have to do it before the 15th of April. And when Hannes Mogensen was selected for the Swedish JWOG team, he was registered as Danish in Eventu and in the world ranking system. Uh, and then, yeah, there was some unclarity. And then he went to run the Danish selection races and the danish selection races was world ranking events so he was running world ranking events for denmark just a month ago and then after that apparently it seems like iof have given him some kind of dispension or anything uh, but i haven't seen any information about this from the iof side and i've sent them two emails they haven't even bothered to reply i know that they have been talking about my emails to people outside of the IOF, but they have not bothered to reply to me and tell what's going on. Uh, from yeah, for, and I think from a journalistic point of view and as the orienteering world, it's quite interesting to see the reasoning behind between behind this decision from the IOF to allowing this, given how they dealt uh, with the uh, kind of similar situations uh, last year, where you had uh, Natalia Gempele uh, not being. Yeah, not being stuck to running for Russia and therefore not be able to run internationally. And then have the situation with Vega de Aris Vestigo where he was disqualified from all international events uh, in the autumn uh, because he had also been running world ranking event. Uh, so I, I'm very disappointed by EUF that they are not communicating clear about this. Uh, for individually, it doesn't matter for Hannes Mugensen because he would be running JWOC anyway. Uh, so it doesn't really matter if he runs for Sweden or for Denmark. But I think it's very bad from the IOF to 
to do something like this uh, after they've been, yeah, I mean, they went out with news about the new rules in January and then they're not sticking by the rules. Uh, I don't like that. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, they have um, made a decision there either in the FUTU committee or in uh, IOF council, but uh, yeah, they didn't dare to answer uh, the emails. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, as you say, Hannes Mogensen, he would have been running Jaywalk uh, either way in uh, Denmark uh, or in uh, in uh, Swedish uh, colors. No way he is in the Swedish colors and uh, he will, uh, yeah. And he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a good runner. He's, he's definitely a talented worth to, youngster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely worth to note down his name because he's been running. Uh, I think he was putting a top 10 time at Jukola uh, at one of the more early morning legs uh, where he's running against really, really good elite runners. So definitely one guy to look out for and one guy that can, yeah, he can, on a good day, he can maybe win a medal. Uh, but of course, in the Swedish team, it's uh, Noel Brown that is the big star, a big favorite for all the forest races. And yeah, it would be interesting to see. They have some guys that is pretty good sprinters. Uh, and it would be interesting to see who will join Noel Brown in the relay team. And from Sweden, we jump to uh, Norway. Yep. Uh, so in the Norwegian team, I think it's two guys that stands out. Uh, Brage Takler. Uh, he was in the top 10 at the at J-Walk last year. Was he in the relay team as well, winning a medal? Uh, no, it was uh, Mikkel Holt. Um, oh, that was Mikkel Holt, of course. Yeah, and, yeah but Gragi Takli should be in the relay team this year. Uh, and he is definitely a strong contender for the sprint. He's also a very good forest, forest runner. Uh, during the selection races, he won both the middle and the long. Um, just ahead of Martin Veus Scherve, that is the other standout runner for the Norwegian team in my eyes. Uh, last year he was in the top 10 of the long distance um, and I think in general he's been the best forest runner among the juniors in Norway. So those two are the main main names of the Norwegian team but I think there is some very interesting names uh, also among the rest. Uh, Jonas Feninger, the 17-year-old that won the sprint selection race for example and also Alfred Björnerud that has been showing in AOC before that he has a very high high potential. Uh, Veus Schiave is uh, clearly ambitious of uh, taking a medal. He told to the Norwegian Federation earlier today. And from Norway, we um, uh, traveled to Finland and look at their team. Yeah, they have a strong team as well. Um, I think Arne Runkainen is the, the one that stands out. Uh, and I expect him to be very good in forest races. Santri Kiravainen is the the one, the other second one I want to point out. Uh, he was winning their long distance selection race. Um, so two strong runners here in front of uh, a solid team. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, if you compare it with the Swedish team and the Norwegian team, I think the Finnish team is slightly. Uh, Slightly worse, if you can say that. I would say weaker, not uh, slightly worse. weaker. Yes, or slightly less superb. Yeah, and uh, from um, Finland, we are looking at the team from Switzerland, and here are some uh, familiar names. Yeah, this is this is maybe the most experienced team uh, because five of the six guys uh, they were running JWOC last year, um, and at least. Two of them were running in Turkey 
uh, two years ago as well. So, and they have a lot of strong runners. Uh, I think it's a, it's always a hard balance when you have a team that where everyone looks really good um, because then you have to question, are they all at the very generally very high level but not top level because normally if you have a guy like Noel Brown, he's winning all the races he's running in Sweden. So there you know that, okay, he's a level above the other. Um, but in Switzerland, it's more like, yeah, uh, a different guy wins every time. Uh, and that can be, that's really good in one way because that means everyone has a high, high level. Uh, but it also likely means that you don't have the superstar yet. Uh, but some guys here are really, really worth noting. Uh, we can start with the, the young guy, uh, Mathieu Bure, first year junior. He was winning AOC last year. Uh, he won the, the long distance selection race. He was number two in the sprint race. Um, physically extremely strong. He's running like 8.30 on 3,000 meter. Um, Pascal Schäre, he's been maybe the best runner the last two years. Uh, he's had some injury problems in the spring, but then at the selection races, he was number two in the long distance, just behind Mathieu Bure. So he looks to be en route to to good jaywalk. He was also running well at the at the Swiss Champs Relay last weekend. So he seems to be in good form. Uh, and the third guy I will mention is Benjamin Vey. Uh, he was in the, uh, he was number seven in the sprint last year. I think he was number two at the last control in the city. And then he lost some time in, in the last two, three controls in the forest and dropped out of a medal there. Uh, he was winning the sprint selection race quite clearly, so definitely want to look out for in the sprint race. Yeah, interesting uh, guys there. Uh, and uh, there is also some interesting guys uh, in the team from uh, France. Yeah, uh, first and foremost, Guillaume Verov. Uh, he was number 15 in the sprint last year. Uh, very good runner. Uh, Matthias Barros Valer is also one to look out for. Uh, but yeah, I will be I will be surprised if the if any of the French guys are winning a medal this year. Uh, we had Basil Basset the last two years winning medals, but it, I think it will be hard for the French boys to do that this year. Uh, but uh, there are uh, strong contenders for medals in the Czech team. At least uh, uh, one guy, Shalupski, uh, is a strong guy there. Yeah, I think the Czech team is really good. You mentioned Chalupski. He was in the top six several times last year. Uh, Daniel Bolehovski and Jan Stricek were also in the top 10 of the long distance in the first year in junior class. So I think the Czech team on the men's side is extremely strong uh, with Jakub Chalupski, as you mentioned, as the, as the, as the top guy. And I think, uh, I think the terrain should suit the Czech runners quite well. Um, I think they have quite a lot of terrains that is kind of similar to a, especially how the part where I think the long distance will go uh, looks like. So I'm, I'm, I have high expectations of the, of the Czech boys for this jaywalk. And uh, then we have some uh, other uh, contenders also from, uh, from uh, all over the uh, rest of the world. Yeah, uh, we can start with the, there's a Danish guy that is really worth noting down, uh, Oscar. Grumman Jensen. Uh, he was clearly beating Hannes Mogensen in the Danish selection races. Uh, he was, I think he was just outside the top three when he was taking part in the Swedish Spring Championship. Uh, very fast runner. Uh, 
definitely one to look out for. Uh, from Spain, we have Gonzalo Ferrando. He was number 12 in the sprint at JWOP last year, but he won the sprint at AOC. Um, definitely want to look out for in the sprint race. Uh, one of the, yeah, one, maybe one of the biggest favorites uh, there. Uh, you have an Estonian guy called Jürgen Jonas. He was in the top 10 of the sprint last year. Uh, very good runner. It seems like he's been stepping up this year in also in the forest. He's been running some good relay legs for MS Parma. Uh, we have a New Zealand guy that was in the top 20 at both the forest races last year, Jaywalk, Sefa Fava. Uh, maybe, probably not the medal contender, but if he's just improving slightly from his level last year, he is definitely a guy to look out for in the top 10. And then there's a very, very good sprinter in Jim Bailey from Great Britain. Uh, we, I, 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 I haven't seen the British selections, so I was... a bit surprised to see but he's born in 2003 according to eventor but he was running in the elite class of the swedish championship sprint so I, I i'm not sure if he if there is a mistake in eventor or if, he, if he's still a junior but if he's still a junior he's uh, definitely one to look out for in the sprint and uh, then we can uh, start with uh, with uh, looking at the sprint uh, and uh, do our predictions there uh. Uh, yeah, uh, top five uh, last year. Uh, we can go through uh, who was uh, the best uh, last year, and then we can uh, take uh, our predictions of this year's uh, Jaywalk Sprint uh, for, uh, on uh, Monday. Yeah, uh, last year it was uh, uh, Matila on the top in the women's side, uh, ahead of Graber and uh, Anna Karlova, Pia Youngvik, uh, and um, Hanne Hilo were sharing their fourth position. Yep. Uh, so Karlova and Pia Youngvik they will be on the on the on the start list this year as well. And but I think the big favorite has to be Rita Maramarosi. Uh, she was uh, yeah fighting for the gold medal last year. Made a mistake in the forest part in the in the end and dropped down to a position. I think it was 48 or something like that. Uh, lost a lot of time there in the end. But she she is the big favorite. She won. Jay won AOC with more than 50 seconds ahead of uh, Oyanao uh, just a week ago. Uh, so she's the big favorite for a sprint. Uh, I'm going for Elsa Sunesson uh, in second and then Anna Karlova in third, uh, repeat of last year. But then, of course, you have Pia Jungvik, you have uh, yeah, Vitura Mag, Buglaka Shako. They were in the top 10 last year. The same uh, was a... uh, also Oyanao. Yeah, uh, but I think, yeah. Evelyn Oyano is a good sprinter, but she is clearly much, much better in the forest. And I think if you go by the differences between Rita Maramarosi and uh, Evelyn Oyano in the sprint at AOC uh, last weekend, where it was more than 50 seconds between them, I think it will fit uh, at least two, three, maybe four girls in that time gap. Uh, of the Finnish girls, I'm more interested in uh, what Silva Kempi can do in the sprint. Uh, she was she was the one that was close to closest to Rita Maramarosi in the in the city part of Jaywalk last year, but also she made a big mistake in the forest. Uh, this year it's it seems to be a sprint where it's uh, yeah it's not going to be that kind of a big big uh, yeah how can you say big controversy controls that make change the entire result list um 
yeah, lighting last year with the, the, the two forest controls in the end that made a big, big difference in both classes. Uh, this year, I expect a very fast, um, a bit more simple sprint. Uh, so a fast runner like Rita Maramosi has to be the big favorite. So we're going for uh, Maramosi, Sonneson and Kalava in the women's side. Uh, and yes. if, if we jump to the men's side, last year it was uh, clearly victory for uh, Almblad ahead of uh, Ulster. And then it was a uh, shared third place uh, between Angeli, Basse and uh, Holt uh, from Norway there. Um, and uh, this year, uh, uh, none of them, yeah, no, none of them mentioned there will take uh, part this year. So, yeah, we need to find some new uh, medal winners. Yeah, so actually none of the top six from last year is uh, juniors this year. So it opens up a whole different thing this year. Uh, if you look at last year and you remove the guys that are not juniors this year, uh, then the top three was Benjamin Wey, Brage Takle and Jörgen Jonas. And I expect those names to be in the fight as well this year. Uh, I've gone with the Estonian Jürgen Jonas as the winner. He's very, very fast runner. Uh, I think this kind of sprint should suit him well. Uh, I, I've gone for Jim Bailey as number two because I've now I've just double-checked and in the J-Walk selections there is a, a James Bailey and I can't find the James Bailey at the event. So I think James and Jim Bailey is the same guy. So I'm going for Jim Bailey. He was in the Swedish champs. He was only 40, 45 seconds behind uh, behind Jonathan Gustafsson that was winning the race. And that's extremely high level from a junior. So, and we've seen before that some, some Brit, the Brits are good in sprint races. Uh, they've been good in jaywalk as well. Um, so Jim Bailey from Britain as number two and then Gonzalo Ferrando uh, from Spain as number three. Um, and uh, exotic... Uh... Uh, uh, podium there with the medals uh, going to uh, some uh, uh, not uh, Nordic countries there. Uh, uh, but uh, the biggest favorite you said was uh, Rita Marmorosi, and um, uh, we talked to her uh, yesterday, and we can hear what uh, she has to say some days before uh, Jaywalk. Just before uh, the start of Jaywalk, we are uh, at. Uh, place where Hungary are staying and here we have uh, Rita Marmorosi and she is quite eager to get uh, to start running on uh, Monday. Uh, what are you looking most forward to uh, with this uh, jaywalk, uh, Rita? Of course I'm uh, mostly uh, prepared for the sprints and uh, I really like the course these days. Uh, it should be a really fast and speedy course and I would say um, it's my strength, the physical shape, and uh, yeah, uh, apart from that, I would say I can stay uh, focused um, on the, at the forest uh, races as well, so I expect a really great race from me and uh, from the Hungarians as well. Um, my main goals um, belong to the relays uh, because we have so so uh, strong uh, women and some great boys as well. Yeah, we know that you got uh, medals both in the sprint relay and the forest relay last year. Uh, are we aiming for a gold medal in uh, both the relays uh, this year? 
it's not a question. Uh, we are fighting for the gold medals. Uh, now we have some uh, benefits against the Scandinavians because uh, these terrains are really, really similar to ours. So that could be uh, key uh, in this situation. Uh, last year we know that you were in a big lead in the sprint race and uh, then um, then you lost. Uh, was it mentally? Have you worked with uh, that uh, towards this champs or to solve so, so stressful situations? Um, to be honest, uh, it's hard to say what caused that big mistake. Uh, after the race we worked a lot with my psychologist and right now I could build a strong and uh, stable mental uh, shape, let's say that. And uh, uh, the biggest improvement that I made uh, the last year, I would say, is my mental uh, preparation. So. so you're better mental, uh, one year older, uh, and, but you are coming directly from the AOC. Yeah. Is it um, tough to have uh, been through uh, such competitions uh, just one week uh, before uh, the jaywalk and and also were you satisfied with your performances uh, there? I would say I really needed that uh, EOC because uh, before that I was injured for a long time since uh, the last jaywalk. I had five uh, muscle tears in my hamstring and uh, the last one was exactly uh, five weeks ago. So I was a bit insecure about my um, start at uh, EOC or GVOC, but finally I made it uh, with the medical support. And uh, right now I wouldn't say uh, we can see anything about my physical performance, but I was a bit worried before the EOC. Um, with this uh, great results, I would say I got a really big... Uh, um, confidence back um, from from my um, yeah performance at uh, at the York and uh, right now it just uh, gave me more motivation so <laughs> more motivation and uh, better confidence uh, <coughs> how uh, what uh, do you need to perform to be satisfied when you are heading home uh, after one week of uh, jaywalk competitions so what do I need yeah, how many medals? Oh, how many medals? Uh, I would expect uh, some uh, places from the podium. And uh, what about the medals? Uh, I would say uh, I feel so much power uh, in my legs. And my uh, I'm really determined. And uh, yeah, my, my dream would be uh, some gold medals. Yeah, uh, we will see if your uh, dream come true, uh, Rita. And uh, thanks a lot for the talk and good luck in the champs. That was uh, Rita Marmorosi um, about uh, her expectations um, for this year's uh, Jaywalk. Uh, and I think uh, uh, the Hungarian team, uh, they are quite strong uh, also for the sprint relay. They are uh, eager to hunt for a better position than last year where, where they were... Uh, uh, chasing in Norway until the bitter end, I would say. But it was the Norway winning last year the historical first um, sprint relay. Um, yeah, I can take it, uh, and then you will take the predictions of this year's sprint relay. 
Isn't that a good way to take it? That's Norway won. Norway won ahead of Hungary, only two seconds, and it was Czech Republic five seconds down. So all the medals went in five seconds there. Uh, Finland number four and Sweden number five. Um, this year uh, we will uh, uh, predict that we will see some of the same um, nations in top. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure if we can expect it to be equally tight as it was last year because that was uh, amazing. Uh, but I think there is six nations that are clearly standing out. Uh, and Hungary is definitely one of those. Uh, I, I must say it's really it's really nice to hear runners that are saying they want to win uh, and not afraid of, yeah, I mean, not afraid of broadcasting uh, big ambitions. Um, Hungary was second last year. Uh, I think last year they had really, really good boys as well. This year, I mean, they have Thomas Fellfordi or something that won the AOC sprint in Man 18 last weekend. Of course, he's really good, uh, but then I'm not sure if the depth in the in the men's team is good enough here. Uh, so I've gone for for Sweden uh, as the winners. Uh, Switzerland in second place, Norway third, Hungary fourth, and Czech fifth. Uh, but then, of course, uh, if you also count in uh, Finland as number six, I think any of those six nations can win a medal in this race, and it's not a surprise. Uh, no, uh, no surprises there. Uh, um... Uh, you think uh, last year it was uh, Norway who won? Uh, uh, was that a surprise for you then? Uh, not really. I mean, the, we we knew that the Norwegian girls were good, and the boys they were number two and three uh, in the sprint race uh, just before. So, I mean, the Swedes were the big favorites, uh, but in a sprint relay, especially on the junior side, where a, li- a little bit more things can happen. Uh, I think on the on the elite level, you you have runners that are more experienced and less strange things happen. Uh, but yeah, I think Norway was one of the favorites last year and they won and they are one of the favorites also this year. So we will see if they can repeat the victory. Yeah, uh, we have talked to uh, the uh, anchor women uh, woman last uh, year. Uh, I think she will uh, also take care of the last leg this year in the sprint relay. Pia Young Week, we can uh, listen to her uh, and what she thinks about uh, this uh, year's uh, Jaywalk. Uh, actually, she is. Uh, she will have a birthday on Monday when the sprint is, so we will see if she give herself a really good birthday presents there. Uh, Pia Young Week, uh, there is uh, just a couple of days uh, until this year's uh, Jaywalk. Uh, We'll start with the sprint on Monday, and you actually become 20 years that day. What what will be a perfect birthday gift for you on that occasion? Uh, of course, it would be nice to uh, have a nice performance at sprint. Um, so if I manage to do that, I'm um, hoping that it will be enough for a medal, maybe. Yeah, we know that uh, you were number four uh, last year. Uh, it's not. Uh, Bittersweet, it's maybe only bitter, uh, so you hope to catch a medal uh, this year, but uh, how are your performances in the forest also? Looking forward to that these races also? Of course, that's maybe what I've been focusing on the most, uh, but yeah, we'll see. I'm just hoping to yeah, have uh, good technical performances and then see how, how good that can be. Uh, maybe yeah, take the step a 
to the podium. I've been yeah five and uh, six before, so I'm hoping to be able to get a medal this year. Uh, yeah, you were historical uh, winning the first sprint relay gold ever in Jaywalk uh, last year. And on Tuesday there's a new sprint relay. And uh, it will not be a surprise if you're running last leg. Looking forward to that? Yeah, we'll see. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, we haven't selected the team yet. But if I get the chance to run for the first team, I'm sure we have good chances to... Um, yeah, to do a good race, um, the whole team. So, yeah, we'll just see what that can lead to. <laughs> yeah, you're look, uh, talking about your performances, no preparations, I mean, in the forest. Uh, you, you have been there a couple of days uh, before. Uh, have you also done some theoretical work uh, on home soil uh, with the old maps and so on? Yeah, of course, we have done a lot of work with uh, looking at the old maps and... Uh, uh, yeah, testing or looking for how the the um, course can be and stuff. Uh, so I think we will be uh, well prepared when the competition starts. So you, even if you only have been there a couple of days, you're confident uh, that your pre preparation are good enough to catch uh, some medals. Um, that's <laughs> hard to say. I don't think I don't feel like I've managed to train. Uh, yet or like mastered it but um, yeah we've gotten some good experience here now and um, done a few done a few mistakes so maybe I've <laughs> learned something uh, from them yeah uh, when you are going back to Norway how many medals do you need to have in your uh, bag yeah and uh, on the way home to be satisfied with the champs uh, <laughs> I I'm trying not to focus so much on that, but of course it would be fun to get uh, get at least one uh, with me home. But um, any or I think it will be a good experience, uh, whatever <laughs> that happens. Yeah. Yeah, and we will. Uh, thanks for the talk and wish you good luck in the Jaywalk this year. Thank you so much. Pia Youngvik, uh, there. Um about her expectations before Jaywalk. Yeah. And uh, we have uh, big expectations uh, uh, going from a sprint relay to the middle in the forest. Uh, here it will be quite interesting uh, uh, with the, yeah, the start list maybe. Uh, there will be tracks, I think, when uh, we have all the runners uh, running in middle distance without any qualification race. Uh, don't you think, Ivo? Yeah, I mean, uh, in the women's class, you will have almost 160 runners in the men's, a bit more. So, I, I, of course, I haven't been there. Have you been out in the terrain? Is it terrain where there will be easily tracks? The uh, there is. There, there will be tracks, but not, uh, not. Uh, if you are a clever course setter, you can avoid uh, really big. But I mean, in a middle distance, uh, there are not so. Uh, uh, yeah, the control are sitting tight, and uh, there are not so big route choices. So, I think mm. uh, I think it will uh, uh, it will be um, yeah the top runners will uh, have advantage coming late in the start list. Uh, and uh, but uh, as yeah. you mentioned uh, last year, also it was without the qualifier. So the best runners will uh, take the medals, I think. Yeah, and I think uh, yeah, all the nations they have two spots in each of the start groups. So. 
basically all the nations they will start with the two best runners uh, in the last start group so i think then it should be uh, a fair fight between them and i mean when it's uh, 150 or more runners even if you start in the middle group you will have 60 70 maybe 80 90 runners before you and then it should be it shouldn't be a big difference from having 80 or having 160 runners before you uh last year uh, i think uh, we saw uh, maybe the best race uh, ever been uh, run and uh, jaywalk that will be uh, a discussion but uh, i mean uh, hanna lundberg won uh, the women's class and she has also been winning a world cup in the senior sign site so uh, i think that race was uh, incredibly good uh, uh, she was winning ahead of her uh, teammate uh, Elsa Sonneson and uh, Evelina Oyano number three with the uh, Rita Rita Marmorosi as number four and Sala Isoheran uh, as uh, number five. Uh, um, we, if we look at the, this year's uh, women's class, uh, what do you think? Yeah, so the interesting part is that uh, when you remove Hanna Lundberg, uh, all the other girls in the top, from, top five last year, they are here also this year. So I think that gives uh, uh, an indication of who is the who is the favorite? Uh, I think the big favorite has to be Evelina Oyanao. Uh, the way she's been running this year, and especially in the middle distance races, she's been really, really good. Uh, both at the Jaywalk Middle Selection, where she won with a big margin, uh, the World Cup Middle Distance Selection, where she ran really good, and also the World Cup Middle, where she ran really good. So she has to be the favorite, and I'm going for her as the winner. And then I've gone with uh, Rita Maramarosi as second place. She was number four last year. And as she said in the interview with her, that this terrain suits her really good. The fast terrain is uh, is perfect for her. Uh, and then I've gone with uh, Pia Youngvik as number three. Uh, Rita Maramarosi, her father is uh, also actually from uh, this uh, area in Romania. So she is uh, really on uh, home soil here. Uh, but uh, from the women's side to the men's side, uh, last year it was a, a Hungarian winner in the men's uh, competition in the middle distance. Middle distance. Uh, Sultan Budus, Bud, oh, you can take that. Sultan Boydoso. Yeah, that's uh, correct. And then I take the number two, Edwin Nilsson. And number three was uh, Tuko Seppe with uh, Cornelius uh, Kisat Löfal as number four. And... Uh, Jakub Szolupski as uh, number five. Uh, um, yeah, uh, how do you look at this year's uh, men's class? Yeah, so from the top five you mentioned, uh, only Jakub Szolupski will be here this year. Uh, Edwin Nilsson is still a junior. Uh, he's also a junior next year. Um, he would have been a name to put down for sure if he was in the Swedish team, but he had some uh, some heart issues during the winter and I think he's just returned to competition so he was not in a position where he could even qualify for the team uh, so we will see next year if he's back at, at the level where he was last year uh, but of course uh, the big favorite has to be Noel Brown last year he was number 16 but that was only because he lost his SI in the in a green area in the end of the race he was on his way to a quite clear gold medal there um, so yeah, Noel Brown is the favorite. I'm going for him as the victory. Uh, Jakub Szalupski was number five last year. I think he has improved. Uh, so I'm going for him as number two. And then here, the third spot, I was thinking a lot. Uh, 
I'm still not entirely confident about my pick here, uh, but I've gone for Arne Runkan and the the guy that won the Finnish middle selection race. And from distance outside, it seems like he's been the best Finnish junior this year. Um, I'm not entirely sure if the fast terrain suits him or if he would be better if it was uh, much, much rougher. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of good guys uh, to... To, to fight for these medals. Uh, but yeah, Noel Brown, Jakub Szalowski and Arne Runkanen are my pick for the for the medals in the middle. Uh, we had a talk with uh, the first you mentioned there, uh, Noel Brown. Uh, he got, uh, he had a really amazing uh, week in the autumn, uh, lost uh, jaywalk in the forest races there. Uh, uh, his uh, biggest mistake was uh, to, uh, to lose uh, uh, his SI card. Uh, otherwise he, had a gold medal in the long and in the relay. So uh, we um, asked him what his uh, ambitions for this year's uh, Jaywalk, and you can listen to that uh, now. Last autumn, we uh, novices in orienteering thought that it would be difficult for uh, Sweden when Oxel Almblad was out in the autumn uh, part of the Jaywalk in Portugal. But uh, then uh, Noel Brown stepped up and uh, got... Uh, two gold medal and it could have been three if he hadn't missed his SI card and now just a couple of days before um, this year's Jaywalk uh, how does you feel uh, Noel are you ready for uh, new medals uh, yeah <laughs> I, I think so uh, we've been here for a few days already um, about half of the Swedish team uh, preparing so uh, now in the last few days it's all about the technical preparations and uh, it's uh, always uh, difficult to know how good the other competitors will be, but I trust in my physical uh, ability and uh, I'll just try to give it my all and uh, hopefully, yeah, I might have a shot at uh, some new medals. Uh, you're prioritizing the technical part now. Uh, your physical shape are uh, peak this week, I assume. Uh, I'm not so sure... Uh, I, I had a good shape um, a few weeks ago. I uh, ran a, a test uh, course uh, at home uh, where it was very good. Um, but uh, after that, I haven't really had the same possibility to uh, peak my shape this year with uh, a lot of stuff going on in school and uh, then uh, just a small cold around Jukola and so on but uh, usually colds don't affect me that much so I think it will be pretty good still. Uh, it was amazing of you last autumn. Uh, do you feel uh, uh, pressure when you arrive here for uh, last jaywalk uh, for you? Uh, some pressure yes in a kind of a way because uh, um, it wouldn't really be a uh, big success unless I win again or at least that's what I feel like a little bit but um, I I use the pressure or the pressure that I feel as uh, something positive something to give me more motivation so uh, it's going to be really fun to run as uh, potentially one of the favorites uh, yeah it will be a fun experience uh, it started with a sprint uh, on Monday um. Uh, which uh, distance are you uh, most eager for? Um, I would say equally the middle and long distance. Uh, I haven't uh, had uh, as much focus on the sprint distance, uh, but 
uh, you know, Axel did a amazing performance on the sprint last year while also being probably more of a forest specialist. So you never know what can happen, but uh, the middle and long distance are prioritized. For me. Uh, how many uh, gold medal do you need to uh, have to be satisfied when you're uh, going back on the plane to Sweden? <laughs> uh, I will take uh, one race at a time I mean uh, even to get one more gold medal would feel uh, uh, absolutely amazing because uh, I don't think it's that common to have four Jaywalk gold medals uh, but you know I will I will try to get it uh, every single race but <laughs> if I could uh, get away with one I would be super happy Then we will wish you good luck uh, and uh, thanks for having time to talk to us, uh, Noel. Thank you. After the middle distance, there is a well-deserved uh, rest day for the juniors. Uh, and uh, then on uh, Friday, there will be uh, the long distance. And uh, here we will see uh, who is uh, strong enough uh, and calm enough to do the right decisions uh, during a long distance. Uh, 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 is there any um, notable uh, long distance in Jaywalk you remember, especially Eva? Oh, that was a good question. Um, well, I think uh, the one that stands out from my memory now is uh, uh, is the first long distance goal that Kasper Fosse won. Uh, it was 2018. Was it in Hungary? I yeah, it was so. in Hungary. Yeah, it was in Hungary. In, in, a, in a very flat terrain where there, there was a lot of colors on the map. Like, you know, it was uh, either yellow and super fast or green and very uh, dense forest. And he won with a big bean margin. Uh, so that one, that's the first that comes to mind. Uh, I had uh, discussions with uh, Mats Twang and uh, Per Forsberg. What was the greatest the race in... Uh, Jaywalk history and but this this was in uh, Switzerland in the rest day in Switzerland in uh, 2016. So those who has been run after that was uh, not in the uh, in uh, this mix. But uh, then uh, those guys, uh, Twang, he uh, had his uh, his guess was uh, the middle or short distance from uh, Jürgen Rostrup in 98. And uh, Per Forsberg he put his money on uh, Olaf Lundanes in. Uh, 2005 in Switzerland, but uh, then Casper uh, Fossa came in uh, 2018, and I think maybe that was a greater race than Olaf. Uh, but I'm not sure. We will have It's... a great, great moments also this week. You know, these things they can always be discussed, and I mean the important thing is that uh, you deliver a race that is better than your competitors. Competitors in that race, it doesn't matter if some dude. 15 years ago was performing at a higher level. You're not competing against him. No, but uh, last year, uh, those who competed there, they had to see uh, Hanna Lundberg in the women's class. Uh, she was uh, the best there. Uh, after a clearly a victory in the middle, she was uh, not so clear when she won uh, the long distance. Uh, but it was uh, uh, more than good enough to uh, to uh, keep the competitors uh, Away and Evelyn Oyano uh, took a, a great silver medal. Uda Schele was number three and got the bronze medal. Hilda Johansson fourth and Elsa Sonneson number five. Um, that was last year. Um, and how do we look at this year's uh, long distance? 
Yeah, so two of those girls, Evelina Nahau and Elsa Sonison, they will be on the start line this year as well. Uh, and the same goes for two more girls that was in the top 10 last year. Sabina Aumo, the Finnish girl in sixth place, and the Polish girl, Hanna Sudol, in 10th place. And I expect all of those four to be in the fight for a top, top result also this year. Uh, of course, Evelina Oyanao, she has to be the favorite. I think she's better in middle distance races compared to the others than she's in a long distance race. Uh, but I still think she is uh, more than good enough to, to win this race. Uh, and of course, given she was second last year, and everything we have seen from her this year uh, implies that she has improved on every level. So she has to be the big favorite and I'm going for her to be double individual world champion this year. Uh, I'm going for Pia Jongvik as the second place and then I've gone for Alma Svenneru in third place uh, the Swede that seems a bit like a long distance specialist which has been really really impressive in the in the two long distance races in Swedish league in the spring uh, of course it's a it's a different game uh, when it's a jaywalk in Eastern Europe it's a bit different terrain uh, but yeah she's coming from the south of Sweden so I think it should suit her pretty well uh, about uh, Oyano uh, and also the same goes for uh... Itamamorosi, it will be it's uh, two uh, tough um, competition weeks, uh, three races in Ayok and then uh, five uh, races in uh, Jaywalk uh, coming up uh, quite tight uh, on each other uh, here. And uh, uh, oh, you know, she has not been uh, been home since Ayok. She has stayed uh, just a couple of days in uh, yeah uh, her brother Oli's apartment in uh, Helsinki before she went uh, from. Uh, Bulgaria, and then a couple of days in Helsinki, and then to Romania. Uh, do you think she has the energy left for a long distance here? Yeah, and you know, these girls, they are so young. Uh, and when you're young, you're recovering so much faster than, uh, than the runners would do if they were 35 and had to do a World Cup one and a half week before the World Championship. So I don't think it's a problem. Uh, the biggest issue is like the mental stuff, uh, but then again, when when you're so young, I think uh, I think it's easier to to yeah. I mean, you just wake up and there's a new day and you look forward to life. Uh, so I don't see a problem for Evelina Oenau or Rita Maramorosi or any other runners that runs both Ayok and Jaywalk within two and a half weeks time. Uh, last year in the Jaywalk, it was one guy who was the Really good in the forest, as we mentioned before. Uh, Noel Brown, he won the long distance. Uh, yeah, a couple of seconds ahead of Cornelius Kisat Löfvall. Tuko Seppe was number three. Then we had uh, Jakub Chalupski as number four. Ilian Angeli, number five. Um, and uh, this year we have uh, some of those mentioned also on the start line. And then uh, I guess uh, we'll, we will predict that they will uh, take some medals there. Yeah, uh, so I've I've gone for Jakob Chalupski as the as the winner here with Noel Brown in second place, uh, based on last year and basically everything he's been showing this year as well when he's been running, uh, everything points to Noel Brown as the big favorite. But yeah, he he won the long distance last year, but it was not with a big margin. Uh, so this year I'm giving Jakob Chalupski a chance to chance to beat him. Um, as I said before, I think these terrain types should suit the Czech runners really good. Um, 
So we will see if it's good enough. Uh, then for third place, I've gone with uh, Martin Beus-Scherve. He was in seventh place last year. And of course, there's a lot of good runners. There is more Czech guys like uh, the, the young guys, Street Czech in Bolohovsky that was in the top 10 last year. They can also, they were not far behind Beus-Scherve last year and they should could definitely challenge him also this year. Um, and then there's a lot of good runners. Uh, where I'm, yeah, maybe maybe we will see a surprise here, but uh, I've gone for, maybe you said I, I picked an exotic uh, podium in the in the sprint race. And in the first races, I've gone quite uh, conservative, I think. Uh, so hopefully we will see some, some big surprises in the first races as well. But I'm going for Shalupski, Brown and Vejus Scherwe. In the men's uh, class. And uh, uh, we predicted that uh, Oyana would uh, win the women's class. And uh, we uh, talked to her and uh, and uh, we will know hear what she has to say uh, a couple of days before it's getting uh, serious in the Jaywalk forests. Last autumn uh, in uh, Jaywalk in Portugal, Evelina Oyano had a great, um, a great uh, champs uh, with uh, lots of medals. And uh, this year... Uh, uh, you have already uh, made your debut in the World Cup uh, and uh, also great performances at AOC last week. Uh, now when we are coming to Jaywalk, uh, is this uh, your main goal of the season? Um, I don't think I have one specific main goal. More um, have just had the highlights of AOC and Jaywalk and just try to focus on them, like what is at the moment there. So... But I would say AOC and Jaywalk has been like the most on my mind. And you came back with uh, three medals from uh, AOC, one each discipline. Uh, is that the goal also in the Jaywalk to have a medal in each discipline? Uh, <laughs> maybe not that big of a goal. Um, I hope my level is good enough for that, of course. Um, but first, I just have to do my best because you don't really get any medals if you don't do your best or like are not able to do your best. So that first and then the position. Uh, how is it uh, to go? Are you tired uh, when it's only one uh, week after AOC and it's not a new championship coming up here uh, mentally or physically or uh, how do you feel in the body? Uh, not bad at all. Um, I think three races isn't that draining for your body, so I don't think it'll be too big of a challenge. And I think five races in six days, it's going to be really tough for everyone. So I think it's not, it doesn't make much of a difference. Yeah, it's, uh, as you mentioned, five races in six days. Um, uh, which is your favorite of those uh, five um, well, I like relays a lot. They're exciting always um, and fun. But then of the individual races, I think middle is my favorite because it's also like very exciting and like a lot of stuff happening there. So looking forward to that maybe the most. Uh, how many medals uh, do you need uh, on the around your neck on the plane back to Finland after the champs to be satisfied? Uh, well, the, what will make me the happiest and most satisfied is to be able to run 
as well as I can and for my full potential. But of course, I would like that it's enough for as many medals as possible and good positions. Yeah, it's a diplomatic and good answer. Uh, we wish that you can run as good as you answer. Uh, thank you for having time to talk to us, uh, Evelina. Thank you. <laughs> With the last part to go. We heard uh, Oya now there uh, talking about her uh, expectations uh, before uh, uh, Jaywalk uh, here in Romania. And uh, yeah, if uh, it goes like uh, we predict, uh, she will have a quite... Uh, heavy bag with medals uh, back home to Finland. Yeah, uh, she got three medals at, uh, at AOC and I think uh, yeah, three medals should be well within reach uh, here as well. Uh, I think it will be hard for her to win a medal in every race. Five medals, that I think that's too much. Uh, but if she can win three or four that uh, and at least one gold medal, I, I, I guess she will win. At least two, maybe even three. Uh, but yeah, uh, she's one of the big, big favorites for all the races, uh, except maybe the sprint race. Um, so she has a lot of good opportunities here. Uh, you know, uh, when uh, those uh, who are in a relay team with uh, Johannes Tingnesbø in biathlon, they are not happy when they're uh, picking the medal. They are relieved that they don't uh, destroy his strike for getting a medal in every race. And there it's, uh, I think in Biathlon, they have uh, found up uh, that it's seven uh, competitions in the champs or something. Maybe eight or nine or ten or eleven. But uh, it's crazy how many uh, how many competitions there are. But uh, here in Jaywalk, it's five. And the last is the forest relay. Uh, last year, it was uh, Sweden in top of both of them. Uh, in the women's classes, was uh, Hungary as uh, silver medalists. Finland uh, got the bronze. I had a, actually Switzerland too, and Czech too. Um, will we have such uh, surprises also this year? Are talking about the second team? No, I think, uh, uh, or at least we are. I'm not. Uh, I'm not uh, expecting that. I think the first teams they should they should always be better. So I'm going for the only first teams here. Um, I think Finland will win the relay. Uh, they have a very, very good team. Uh, it will be interesting to see how they, who, who will accompany uh, Evelina now in the relay. Uh, I expect she, her to run the last leg. And the two girls that will run before her will be very, very good runners. Um, and I mean, in a relay, you really want a stable and solid last leg runner. And I think Evelina now is, is exactly that. Uh, if she's going out in the lead, um, she is go- she's more than good enough to do a clean race and then drop the others when they are making mistake. If she is starting in front, I would feel very confident that she's just cruising around without mistakes, uh, securing the lead. And also if she has to chase, I think she has uh, capacity to do that as well. So Finland is the biggest favorite in my eyes. Uh, then I've gone with Hungary in second place. Uh, Norway in third place, Sweden in fourth place, and Switzerland in fifth place. And of course, Sweden won last year. Uh, they have a very good team this year as well, but they don't have Hanna Lundberg. So, yeah, maybe I think it will be hard for them to defend the title, but I think any of these five teams and also Czech Republic, they can they can win this uh, if everything goes well. Uh, I would uh, I would like to see uh, Oya now 
Arma Rossi, Young Viken, Sonneson, going out uh, in uh, in sight of each other, uh, looking at each other, each other on the warm up, and then going out uh, chasing each other. That will be great, I think. Yeah, I think it's uh, what's worth noting about the relay is that uh, yeah, so the, the the winning times are supposed to be ninety minutes, so half an hour each leg. Uh, the women's courses are only 4.1 kilometer, but there is 250 meters of climbing. So that means there's that's quite a lot of climbing. Uh, so and also in the end of the world championship, there might be some, yeah, some people they are getting more fatigue in the legs and they are a bit more tired. So we always see some strange uh, results in the in the in the relay. So hopefully we will get to see a great battle here. And I think with the Short legs, um, a lot of forkings. It's it's always a good show for the spectators. Uh, Norwegian in third place uh, with the two of the runners from uh, uh, Venla second team, Ukolene. Uh, yeah, yeah, quite interesting. But uh, maybe because it's uh, more physical than technical here, or what? What's your reason why? Well, I think if if the if the if the if the JWOP was organized in in the Nordic countries, I think I would quite easily put both Norway and Sweden ahead of Hungary. Uh, but it is in Romania, and as you mentioned earlier, that's uh, very close to Hungary. Uh, they are probably more suited to this terrain. Uh, it's it comes more natural for them. And yeah, I think uh, in such a in such a relay where the legs are so short, uh, it's in the end of the a long championship. Uh, there will be a lot of tired legs, a lot of tired minds, uh, a lot of things can happen. And I mean, Norway can win, Sweden can win, uh, but they can also uh, mess up. Last year, Norway had a really good team and they were still out of the top five. Uh, you mentioned it's in Romania. Uh, yesterday I was uh, traveling to Romania and I got a message uh, from uh, Elin Biava. Why was that ironic uh, going to Romania? I guess she was maybe running when there was Jaywalk in Romania in, was it 96 or 98? I don't really remember. Uh, I remember it was in 96 and she was running. Yeah, you yeah, got that quiz, uh, Eva, really good of you. But it was uh, quite ironic. Uh, we are uh, on messengers, but uh, not every day. So it was uh, quite uh, fun when I, I got the one from her then. But uh, that was in uh, 96, and yesterday we are looking forward to next uh, Saturday. And uh, in the men's class uh, last year, it was uh, Sweden, and it was Finland, and it was Norway. And then I think we had Sweden too, and also in that mix, but they were out of the official results. Um, number four in the officials was uh, Switzerland, and then uh, exotic, as I call it, Spain in uh, fifth place. Impressive there from uh, Spain, I think. Uh, who will impress uh, most uh, up uh, the coming Saturday, you think? Yeah, it's uh, it's another one that is really, really hard to predict. Uh, I think on the on the women's side, I mentioned six nations that uh, seems to be a step above the rest and any of those can win a medal. Uh, in the men's class, I think there is five teams it's between. So you have Sweden, Norway, Finland, Czech, and Switzerland, I think I will super be surprised if another country than any of these five takes the medal. Uh, I've gone for Czech on the 
as the winners. Um, I think Jakob Szalupski will be the uh, the deciding part uh, of this relay on the last leg. Um, I've gone for Norway in second place, uh, Switzerland in third, Sweden in fourth, and Finland as number five. And again, it feels it doesn't feel I don't feel too confident about putting uh, Sweden out of the podium. Uh, but yeah, I can see a scenario where. Um, where they are losing a bit of time before the last leg and Noel Brown, he can't catch up uh, enough time to get them on the podium, uh, but we will see. Uh, he can only run one leg, that, that's correct. Uh, and then uh, we have uh, gone for a podium or medal positions without uh, Sweden. Uh, uh, but uh, they will, it will be exciting anyhow. And... Uh, and uh, you well, know, before we before we move on, you know, we have to say that uh, we haven't mentioned any Romanian runners this time. Uh, and you know, last time, as you brought up the Jaywalk in '96, when it was the Romania last time, uh, back then Romania was totally dominating this thing. Uh, on the women's side, Eniko Fey, she won both the short distance and the long distance, and the women they won the relay. And among the men's side, they had a guy that won the long distance and another guy that took a medal in the short distance. So, but yeah, we are not expecting the Romanian runners to perform like that this year, are we? Uh, no, there were some uh, rumors about uh, that, uh, this uh, competition back then, uh, that uh, they were uh, getting um, yeah, uh, some help uh, from the uh, forest guys uh, watching the controls and so on. But yeah. uh, that's uh, that's rumors. Uh, I wasn't there, but uh, the rumor, uh, Simon says, isn't that what they say? Yeah, I, you know, I'm I'm much 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 younger uh, than you are, and I don't know a, a lot of people that were running uh, those races. But I I've also heard that story from from different uh, different sources that were around those days. So hopefully we will not see. Very, very surprised. I mean, surprises are fine, but uh, it shouldn't be when it's too big of a surprise, like, you know, with the Chinese runners at the World Military Championship and, and the World Cup some years ago. Uh, but yeah, let's hope for a, a fair and fair and square J-Walk this year. Fair and square. And uh, for those uh, who are not there, uh, uh, how can we follow this uh, actions uh, live, uh, Ivo? Yeah, so it will be live results, of course. There will be GPS tracking and there will be uh, web TV. Uh, it, it, if you go into the yeah the IOF Live, uh, there it says it will be a simple uh, video stream. I don't know what that means. Uh, hopefully, it's more than just like a finished camera or something. Hopefully, there is a, yeah, maybe a few cameras, maybe a control in the forest where you can see them. Uh, but yeah, um, with live results and GPS tracking and a simple video stream, it should be a good possibility to follow Jaywalk. And uh, we also recommend you to uh, get into worldofo.com and uh, read uh, the all you need to know uh, uh, article there. And there, uh, Jan Kotschbach has, uh, uh, has uh, also linked up uh, all that is ne- necessary to know before the champs. Uh, and uh, uh, as we mentioned in the last episode, uh, this weekend there is uh, Swedish uh, national champs in knockout sprint. Uh, they run the qualifier on Saturday, but it was uh, so few entered that they're going 
directly to semifinals on Sunday. And uh, final, uh, that will be broadcasted in uh, the Swedish television as part of Asamveckan. But uh, we will uh, come back with uh, the results from that uh, when we sum up uh, Jaywalk. Isn't that correct, Ivo? Yes. Uh, and then we are also putting an eye on the, the upcoming World Championship in our next episode. Yeah, so that will be uh, summarizing and uh, also looking forward for a great uh, week in Switzerland. Uh, but uh, from uh, now, uh, that was all from us. And I uh, hope you will enjoy both this episode and have enjoyed, I mean, and uh, that you will, you will enjoy uh, the Jaywalk. And uh, also... Uh, uh, tell everyone else that will uh, follow Jaywalk to listen to this episode as a pre-podcast uh, pro- for the Jaywalk. And uh, that was all for now. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Your national orienteering podcast, map and compass, navigation skill, orienteering competition. Running like a motherfucker. Your national orienteering podcast.